There's a lot of discussion in recent years about the circular economy, the idea that one reduces waste by recycling and reusing and other such measures. South African manufacturers are having to contend with several challenges at once, not least load shedding and pressure from our trading partners, such as those in the EU, to reduce carbon emissions. These are challenging times indeed for manufacturers. To explore this further, we're joined by Amit Singh, National Manager for Manufacturing at Nedbank. Hi, Amit. Could you explain what is meant by the circular economy and what is manufacturing's role in it? Great. First and foremost, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, so the circular economy, the term has been utilized pretty often and, and more predominantly in the EU. But let me start off by sort of simplifying what the circular economy is. And very simply put, the circular economy is eliminate waste and pollution, circulate products and materials, and regenerate nature. Now, again, this is how it should have been done, I think, for years in the past, and it hasn't, you know. So we are challenging the traditional way of doing things and doing things in a more uh, environmentally responsible way. Now, how does manufacturing play a part of this? I think we, we got to understand that manufacturing plays a massive part as we are a big consumer of, of electricity, predominantly in, if you look at the South African context, electricity is presently generated by coal, uh, which obviously emits uh, greenhouse gases and particular subsectors within manufacturing. Uh, you know, manufacturing, if you have a look at cement, iron and steel production, are extremely energy intensive businesses and energy intensive uh, operations. As such, naturally, you would find a lot of pressure on manufacturing to make a sharp U-turn in order to evolve and remain relevant in the future because we all want to be sustainable. So there has been a lot of work being done from government policies perspective, um, industry master plans, strategic plans. They have created a clear intent to increase investment in manufacturing and provide to the circular economy opportunities. You know, the circular economy opportunities lean towards localization, energy efficiency, uh, greenhouse gas emissions, renewable energy, waste reduction, and recycling, uh, which is extremely important. And if you also have a look at the IPAP, uh, also makes reference to various of these matters, i.e. localization, energy efficiency, and so on. So a big responsibility on manufacturing to make that sharp U-turn and be more sustainable over the future. Just explain, what is IPAP? So in summation, or very shortly, IPAP is the Industrial Policy Action Plan. It's the government's 10th Industrial uh, Policy Action Plan. And it's a plan put together on how to reinvigorate, to stimulate various sectors within the South African economy with specific focus to manufacturing. Okay, now the European Union is kind of leading the charge towards a just transition, and it is also South Africa's most important trading partner. What are South Africa's plans for moving towards carbon neutrality, and are they realistic? Great stuff. So, great question. I think we must first understand how important the EU is. Uh, If we have a look at the year 2020, uh, South Africa's exports to the EU increased by 30%, and that's a total of one-third of our manufactured goods actually goes to the EU. Uh, The EU is also the world's largest investor, uh, 40% of all foreign direct investments in the year 2020. So, you know, the EU is important and ultimately, you know, we've come to learn that the EU is developing the rulebook for sustainable financing. If we look back again, you know, historically, uh, there's been a misconception that that sustainability does come at a cost of profitability. Uh, And there was a United Nations report that was released that categorically disproved this and proved that sustainability does not come at the cost of profitability. So South Africa's plans to move to more carbon neutrality is actually co-financed by the EU, uh, which is why 
SA exporters of high carbon emission products such as steel, uh, iron uh, chemicals can now make worthwhile investments and transitions from fossil fuels into alternative energy sources. That's contributing towards the circular economy. Okay, now talk about Nedbank, and you've got a number of financing solutions, particularly focused on the manufacturing sector. Are these solutions aligned with the South African government's National Development Plan 2030, which has placed just transition to carbon neutrality at its core? Yeah, so again, you know, something that's that's true to Nedbank's core, being the green bank, carbon neutrality is just not a buzzword for us. You know, it, it's it's at the core of what we do, it forms part of our values, and and we really do take this uh, very seriously. Uh, and maybe it's as a result of us being the green bank, uh, but it's a happy coincidence. Let me just start off by saying I think it's more than just financing. It's about understanding the business, understanding the nuances of that particular business, and this is done by knowing our client in detail and understanding what is their strategic plans and intent in moving forward. Our offering is typically designed to overcome obstacles. You know, we want to unlock opportunities that lay within moving to sustainable energy. Ultimately, we see it as a great opportunity to revive the economy within the manufacturing space. And we understand the importance that manufacturing plays to the greater economy, to job creation, to society. Hence, our funding solutions to this particular uh, subsector is aligned to government plans and is put in place to reinvigorate the sector. Amit Singh, we are going to leave it there. Amit is the National Manager for Manufacturing at Nedbank.